Welcome. This is it. We're doing it. We start recording right this second. Yeah, everything's going in. Not, How well, fun. Not everything, but most of it. <laughs> most of it. But cool. I think we've explained mostly everything. Max, you got any other news or notes before we start? Nope. No rules. Uh, talk about whatever. Well, well. <laughs> heavy editing. Uh, you can curse. Max has upped his cursing to encourage me to use bleeps in the edits. Oh, bleeps are the best. Like that could be a long bleep right there. Just yeah, that. Or not. Really... I think it's almost better if you just bleep like some of them. Yeah, I like to choose which ones and pick one randomly in the middle that makes it sound like Max said something completely uncouth. Full disclosure: I had two trulies at a trivia event before this. So you were wasted. Dad <laughs> two is trulies. wasted at the barbecue. Yo, 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 what is up? I'm Max Siskind. Max Berger. And welcome to another incredible episode of Max and Max in the Morning. I am thrilled, nay, enthused, nay, overjoyed, no, ecstatic to welcome our next guest. You like enthused? We'll go with enthused. We are overjoyed, over the moon, to welcome our next guest. She'd give you the shirt off her back, or better yet, she'd give you any ligament of your choice from her knee, her foot, or her ankle. I've been told I praise. I've been told she's quite possibly the only person as loud, if not louder, than me. Ladies and gentlemen, we are thrilled to welcome Carolina to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like I just walked the red carpet on Fifth Avenue. As you should. Everybody bowing down to me. So I we, we rolled that. it out for you. Yeah. Welcome. Mm-hmm. How how you feeling? I, I feel fantastic. Honestly, that could be enough compliments to last me a whole week. So I'm super, super thrilled. Well, we'll follow up next week with more. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Sounds great. But yeah, Carolina, I haven't seen you in like a minute, I feel like. What have you been up to? You know, life. Uh, I feel like I always have crazy weekends. Like we're in and out of the city. And no, it's it's been good. This past weekend had my friend Vaughn visit from San Francisco. So we shot him a good time on Friday night. And then we were in New Jersey on Saturday because... <laughs> One of Andrew's friends and his girlfriend, who is also part of the friend group, moved into a new apartment. And so they did their housewarming. But the kick of it is that, and I'm so glad this happened this weekend so that I could talk about it. Hell yeah. the, make make the content happen you know that's, what I'm exactly. about. <laughs> that's why i pushed our zoom call or skype call to this week so that we could talk about this but the funniest part about them moving into this new apartment is that they are an approximately 15 minute walk from medieval times uh, hell oh, yeah i don't know if you guys have ever been to a medieval times oh uh, i like i partake nice. in walking to work like riding on horseback like right into the parking lot i mean it's they're they're right there i think they change in the office i i would hope so i don't know but maybe they just maybe that's just their persona and like that's what they wear maybe they yeah so have they had did you guys go to medieval times like have they gone yet Yes. So, oh, nice. So, because we all live in such small apartments, their plan was to do like a couple of hours at their apartment, just hanging out, maybe having a few drinks, a few apps. And then the 
ultimate destination of this housewarming was a 15 minute walk away to medieval times. So. Epic. Oh my gosh. Love a, love a journey and a quest. Uh, <laughs> it was fantastic. So what I've discovered is that if you're not from the Northeast, you really don't know what medieval times is, even though it exists in a few different places throughout the country. I was, yeah, I think. History I, books as well. Everybody should know about the medieval I, times. Well, yeah, if you don't know about the medieval <laughs> like these era people just had general, no idea, some people. Read a book. Um, but no, I am going to say, I think, I do want to say it might only be an East Coast thing. But, like, I feel like they have it in, like, Florida. But, like, I don't know if it goes west, you know? So Finish Andrew, your story. I will fact check. No, you're good. Andrew looked it up. So when you fact check, check me if I'm wrong. But there are a couple of places, like, west coast as well. Like, I think there's one in California. Maybe Arizona. I don't know. I could be wrong. But apparently they're all over the country. So I would love to meet people. Or I don't know if I would love to. But... There are people out there who do tours of all of these. You would welcome the opportunity if it did happen. No, we showed up to this place and there were like coach buses with like 50 people on them at least, all like dressed to the nines. And when I say dressed to the nines, like there was a lady in a fat suit with like, I don't, I I could not even describe. It was like a vest, but with like chains, I don't know. Showed up. Is she afraid she's going to get hurt in the crowd? Like a joust will like go off and shatter in her chest? <laughs> no, I, like, think she, would, I, think... I think she genuinely believed she was in medieval times. So that's oh, okay. people look like they were dressed like Game of Thrones style. Like, yeah, it's big, like Ren Fair energy. Yeah. Um, so medieval times has 10 locations. So that feels like that's not little, even that much, right? That's not that many for the, but they are pretty spread out. I would say it is mainly East Coast. There's like South Carolina, Florida, but there's also Scottsdale, Arizona, Dallas, Texas, somewhere in Illinois, like outside Chicago, I guess. And then there is one in California. So I feel like I understand if like someone doesn't know if you don't have one kind of near you, like you would never go to this, right. you know. But to Carol's point about the buses, I've been to Medieval Times a few times because there was one in Maryland, like not that far from me, where I grew up, I mean. But it was a thing every year for seniors, the senior class in high school, that they would take the whole class. So (laughs) we pulled up in a bus and you'd all be on like, one team for like one night just like going nuts so it's it's a good time (laughs) it was medieval even it was hilarious so the last i have been there twice before this past time the first time i was in like camp when i was like 12 years old teen travel type of thing where they take you to different excursions all time so that was one of them great time fantastic experience i was 12 so right. it looked one way. And then I got to go again. I think it was my senior year of high school. And I went with a couple of friends just because, like, we didn't have anything to do on a Saturday night. And I don't know how medieval times had come up, but we decided we wanted to go. So we went again. And that was a different experience. Oh, once it comes up, yeah. You can't get it out. It's that earworm, you know? <laughs> Brain worm. Exactly. So we went again. and then... Which was... Uh... Which was, like, one of the better experiences? Like, what what are the differences between going as a 12-year-old and now? 
So I think a, a few I can imagine, but yeah. we'll stop interrupting. Well, you can drink no, that's totally fine. <laughs> I think it's comparable to like if you rewatch a movie that you really liked when you were younger and you rewatch it now and you're like, wow, I thought I remembered so many better things about it than I do at this point. See, right? Like some of the magic gets taken out of it, but at the same time, if you're in the right mindset and you're watching that movie, it hits just the same, yep. that sort of thing. So we get there and of course we say, okay, where's the bar? This is the first time I've been over 21 yep. at a medieval times. Right. I what if people to- drink in the medieval times? <laughs> Mead mostly. Exactly. <laughs> Horns of mead. So great point, Siskid. Horns of mead, right? So we get there and the first thing Andrew says to me is, I want a horn of mead. And I said, okay. Hell yeah. A man after my own heart. (laughs) Right. I I was like, okay, babe, like no problem. We'll get you a horn of mead, but just a heads up. You might just get beer. Like, I don't think they're going to have legit mead. So that's Oh, just- Carolina, please. <laughs> Setting your expectations, okay? So we approach the bar and he sees they have like these pl- black plastic horns. He's like, I have to have one. And we go to the front of the bar and he orders his plastic mead filled with I think it was Sam Adams, you know, seasonal beer. At that point, it's like a pumpkin beer. And the lady behind the bar, God bless her soul, because she was so nice. And she just goes, okay, but I'm just going to warn you, honey. Uh, it's going to be $40 if you get the yeah. horn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> is it a big horn? Like no. A, a big animal horn? Big. It's expensive there. Like. <laughs> And then once you're in there, they've like got plastic. you locked. It's you like know, like a real animal. No, you no. Said it was plastic. Yeah. Right? They're locked in. Yeah, you're locked in. It's plastic. Like there's really no reason to pay forty dollars for that. The only good thing about this is you go in, you go to the bar, you get your drink, and you get a reusable glass of some sort. Right. And you get to keep the glass, but also your refills are significantly cheaper, right? Like, I think it's True. eight or ten dollar refills each time. So with even for the yeah. horn, or was the how much was the refills on the horn? It, it was still like an eight dollar refill or ten dollar. Okay, refill, that's pretty good, I guess. So that's fine. But the thing is, like, there were these glasses that were probably double or triple the size of what the horn fit in it. And mm. those refills would also be the same price as a refill for the horn. And they didn't cost forty dollars. Correct. <laughs> I respect. Horn. I respect the game, though, Andrew. I really do. <laughs> so, needless to say, he did not get the horn. Um, ah. I'm sorry. Uh, I I had to veto that simply because I looked him dead in the eye and said, "When will you ever use this horn again?" And he said, "I won't." But if anyone was gonna, if anyone was gonna, I agree. I do feel bad that I didn't let his dreams live to be reality. I just let them be dreams. So maybe it will go back in the future and he'll get a horn. Hey, sometimes things are better that way, you know. <laughs> you don't want never meet your heroes. <laughs> never meet your heroes. Well, never meet thing, your horns. The funny thing is, <laughs> as soon as we said no to the horn, got the other like type of glass or whatever, turned around three of his friends had horns oh no <laughs> a lot oh, of people no. ended up falling oh, for this uh what <laughs> i would think is a little bit of a scam but yeah. horn catastrophe but wait, so horn. max have you never been to a medieval times or you have also i've been like once 
Okay. Uh, maybe twice. But so for any listeners but or friends, I couldn't who don't, drink. Yeah, the the drinking is definitely the biggest difference oh, for yeah. for being an adult versus being a kid. But like, again, to say like they have you locked in, they have like a full like they sell all the clothes there for like an an exorbitant amount of money. You can buy a full sword, Max, like a sword that someone crafted. Like they have it all. <laughs> like Good. if you want to go whole Max. hog, if you want to go whole hog, leotard. Now, Carolyn, I'm going to ask you a very important question. One, well, two-part question. One, did you partake in dinner at this night's festivities? We did partake in dinner. Okay. Then part two of that is, do they still not give you utensils for dinner? That is correct. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. I don't know if you realize what this is medieval times. So. Yes, they didn't have utensils, yeah, which is must not even hands. true. It is a requirement to eat with your hands in medieval times. You eat a, like an entire roast <laughs> chick. You eat an entire roast chicken in the dark. <laughs> with yeah. No Honestly, these are the most efficient forks and spoons right here. It's your hands, man. They're opening people's eyes. They're how, attached. Like... I will say that was one of the experiences that was a bit diminished with age, right? Yeah. Uh, the thing is, you know, when you're younger, like when you're 12 years old and you're taking a giant chicken leg and biting into it, you're like, oh, this is sick. Like, I don't have to use a fork or a knife. I'm not going to get in trouble. Like, Correct. this is great. And now as no an adult, rules. <laughs> no rules. Exactly. Now as an adult, I'm doing that and I'm like, oh, I need a moist towelette. Like, this just isn't yeah. going to do. So... It was quite the difference there. I will say the chicken skeeved me out a little bit. Uh, I did not eat most of it. Ah, that's a shame. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things. I think as you grow older, you kind of know more about things. So yeah, like, ah. it's also the aspect that you're in the middle of this, like, I guess, stadium where it's just <laughs> a bunch of sand with like horses pooping everywhere. Yes. So you walk in and you Let's immediately go. smell that. Again, <laughs> trapped. I and I was like, ooh, I'm not the time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those were the times. Everything covered head to toe and shit. <laughs> Manure. So then, Carolina, exactly. my next question is, so I don't, for people who haven't been there more than once or twice, they might not know that the stories at Medieval Times also change. So they're not doing the same act every single time. They, like, switch it up. Like, sometimes the princess gets captured sometimes it's about a tournament so they have many plots and so the one that you get might be a hit or it might be a dud i'm not going to say that most of them are hits because that's probably not true but it's also scripted to like which night might win or like how the crowd's doing that night like so there's, there's a lot of things that go into this that people might not know 100 percent. yeah yeah our uh <laughs> the storyline on ours i think it was pretty good but there was definitely corruption in the monarchy and i'm just gonna call that out right mm. now you know we call out corruption when we see it you know yeah so our guy our knight was doing fantastic he threw me a flower which color point. which color yellow nice just straight yellow solid straight yellow so we were doing Doing great. Andrew bought two flags against my will. Uh, they were five dollars <laughs> each, so that was. I mean, you scam. wouldn't let him get the horns, so. No, I wouldn't let him get the horns, so of course he had to buy the flags. So yeah, you know, 
spent ridiculous amount of money at medieval times, but it was a great time. Don't get me wrong. We had a fantastic time. Wouldn't have had it any other way. So we had the flags, everything. Our night was doing fantastic throughout the tournament, like you mentioned earlier, Max. And, you know, he kept winning different phases of the tournament. So, of oh, course, no. he kept... He's winning too much. Oh, no. He keeps, you know, tossing flowers in our direction. He tosses one to me. Andrew and I catch it in the air at the same time. It was very romantical. You know, all nice. the things. Hell yeah. So, great time overall. Then we get to the section where there, it's the duels, right? So, they're fighting to see who will take the queen and be her king kind of thing. And our knight is doing great. First guy, no problem. Second guy, no problem. Everything's going according to plan. So he makes it into the final duel. And then the queen is all like talking shit and being like, oh, you know what? Blue is the real like gentleman here. And then our knight is like, you know what? This shit is corrupt. Let me tell Ooh. her how it goes. Oh, gosh. So, He'll turn. He'll turn. So he yells at her from the bottom, and I knew something was up when halfway, no, like three quarters of the way through the show, all of a sudden, our knight had a mic. I was like, ooh, he's about to spill the tea. So I can't. Big speaking part. Big speaking part. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. So he told the queen off, and then he had to fight against the blue knight, who we were rivaling the blue the entire time because our section was loud like, of course we had probably 20 people there like in our group but the blue section had the like huge coach bus worth mm. of people that i had talked about earlier big so, rubber match yeah big rubber match there also the blue guy kept you know riding by close to our section and like giving us looks and and being like watch this like watch what i'm about to do so we had beef like big beef with this guy yeah I thought you guys were eating chicken. Yeah, you know, I was eating chicken, Big but I beef. wanted to. So, is what it is. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. If there was a competition between the two as to which crowd had their back more, it's going to be the yellow crowd because, not going to lie, we were throwing some stuff out oh, there. Yeah. We were out there chanting, undefeated. Yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> you no, know, we were. You had the numbers, scoreboard, baby. Like, come on. What are we even doing here? Flags, horns, crowds going crazy. Every single time we were booing the blue. It of was course. It was a great time. And then when, you know, he yelled back at the queen, he was like, this is corrupt kind of thing. Of course, we hit them with the now 2023 level of shade to the monarchy with a Lizzie's in a box. Lizzie's nice. in a box. <laughs> Hit them with one of those. And uh, yeah, I don't know if everybody got the reference, but we, we were an educated group, I think. Yeah, I thought you were going to throw shade at them and saying like, you guys are back in the blue, huh? That's, you know. <laughs> well, oh boy. <laughs> very possible that a lot of people were there. So we may not have That's, watched Yeah, it. you know, suburban New Jersey. Yeah, what a time. Sounds incredible. Yeah, I have not been back to medieval times as an adult who can imbibe in adult alcoholic beverages so i'm sure that that's a winning combo <laughs> it definitely makes a difference um <laughs> it helps you get more hype for sure yeah but yeah i was losing my voice a bit so i couldn't yell as much i'm not surprised by that i didn't want to have absolutely i'm sure it's a good use 
definitely. The problem was, is that I lost my voice last weekend mm, and yep. like actually got a little sick from it. So I didn't have a voice when I was working Monday and Tuesday. So I was like, I really can't do that again. So I really can't yell at this medieval times. So and yet. I know I didn't. And I, you hear me now. Like I did yeah. not lose my voice successfully. Fair. I was okay. The last weekend, it was just way more probable of me losing my voice because we had, what did we do? I think we went out Friday night for whatever reason. We had a dinner with friends and then we went to a comedy show. Um, comedy Cellar, by the way, we saw Marcelo Hernandez in- Oh, person. sick. Yeah. That's awesome. SNL. Marcelo's like, killing it. Great. Did you, did you watch him with Bad Bunny this weekend? Were you just like die? Were you just like dead? (laughs) You know, I was texting with Sam like this past week or so. And we talked about like. Our listeners are going to love that. They love Sam. We um we were talking about the fact that like Bad Bunny was on, like Carol G made an appearance, yeah. like a bunch of a bunch of different celebrities. I think Pedro Pascal was also on there. Yeah, like, Pedro was awesome, there. Oh, no, awesome, awesome Latino presence in SNL. Yeah. And so Sam was like, Oh, did you watch this? I was like, My girl, like, of course, you know those YouTube clips hit that family group chat ASAP the next day. So Yeah, we watched them. It was great. Andrew was super hyped to come back to me and be like, guess what? I understood everything that was said. (laughs) I was like, I'm so proud. Hey, that's a big win. That's a big win. Big dubs for us. But yeah, so last weekend we went to the Comedy Cellar on Friday night and actually Marcelo was not on the set list. He wasn't supposed to. Oh, like surprise popping? And he came on as a surprise at the end. And so we were pumped. Uh, We grabbed a picture with him at the end. Super nice guy. Yeah, so it was great. And then Saturday, it was like one of his friend's birthdays. So we went there, yelling a bunch throughout the day. And then Sunday, wake up and it's Jets Eagles. And we have a tailgate (laughs) of about like 35 to 40 people. Solid. So... And Jets won that game? The Jets beat the Eagles. They did. Oh the first time yeah, what a game. NFL Would have been history. great to be there. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. 100% lost my voice there. Yeah, so you had it going for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was so I ended up getting pretty sick from that game because we were out in the cold. I was yeah. screaming my head off, like, but it was so worth it just to watch Philly in demise. <laughs> Fair. That is always fun a little bit. <laughs> I bet. Oh, uh, but nice. That's very eventful. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad like your need... voice remained intact. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I need to just like sleep for three weekends now. That's totally fair. Max, how have you been? What's been up with you in your neck of the woods? Uh, not not any medieval times excitingness. Boo! This blue night. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did just start my job like a couple weeks ago at the IRS, and it's been a bit of adjustment uh, entering the workforce. So you, I was fun and in the workforce for like, before. yeah, but, but not like this, man. Not like this. My uh, my commute is seventy five minutes each way. That's... Um, but it's only three times a week. Um, right. But still, That's and it, it becomes three two episodes times a week long soon, of Max and Max in the morning. I feel like I've experienced a lot on public transportation in just a couple weeks. Like, oh, I you're doing basically have no public transportation. Drive. I'm like my second day of work. I'm like driving on the highway, and a car literally like is on fire, like exploded, and is like burning on the highway i'm like cool cool a couple days later i'm on the metro and they're like everybody needs to get off there are quote juveniles on the track yeah no let's please stop the metro i'm happy <laughs> the, to get off for the youths 
somebody go on the track and get those juveniles please um typical it's uh it's just been a little interesting and then the uh parking garage because i have to drive there and park it's been under construction and it's almost completely functional while it's under construction except that the stairway is quote out of order like under construction out of order what are they the doing stairs don't literally work. stairs they're funneling us to the elevator where there's like a huge like mob of alliance use the elevator there's no improvement we we perfected stairs <laughs> hundreds at least thousands of years ago well you know Max, we do not in like fire... times they didn't have stairs <laughs> what are they doing to these stairs <laughs> they only got around exclusively via slide oh if only i would love a slide in that garage i mean <laughs> damn just um, walk down yeah. walk down the spiral part where you're like going up the the ramp like we just all feel like everyone in that mob waiting for the elevators feels like a bunch of suckers <laughs> we like look to the right and there's a sign next to the stairs that's out of order and we're like mm, i don't know about that but we're gonna wait in this line now this sounds like um, the most classic commute in dmv history maybe <laughs> i just haven't had a commute like uh, in public on uh, public transport in a while like yeah tell me you live and anyway. work in maryland dc virginia without telling me you were living working juveniles maryland. on the track max juveniles on the track never ending construction and a 75 minute commute well, to go like a mile like a nice term nice term for punks we, we call them juveniles why couldn't they just say there's a bunch of idiots on the track like because they wanted to know we, what type of idiots they were you why are we protecting yeah. them they're already on the track we know they're on the track just call them what they are punk ladies and gentlemen Hit recording artist Juvenile is on the track. Maybe they um, were just so, recording their new hit single. Like, you don't know. That would be great. Well, Maybe they're oh, about I to drop so. an album. Yeah, semi-related to that, Max. It's it's a this is a quick sojourn. There was a recent, like, I guess Diplo played in New York recently at I don't know what venue, but there was a big deal. Maybe it was like Brooklyn Mirage or something like that, somewhere in Brooklyn. And he apparently, after the show, takes the set to one, it was like a Brooklyn subway stop and just like starts playing on the platform and then gets oh, on the awesome. train. So yeah, so there were delays. <laughs> oh, but worth it, worth it. And I'm sure whatever same, album those same, kids were same, same. making the cover for, as long as like, it really didn't matter to me. I got like five minutes of delay. So if they oh, got to stick out, um, it was our one year anniversary back in, I uh, like uh, yesterday, yesterday, Woo! yeah. Congrats oh, to the happy couple. Went out, celebrated for that. Pop champagne. Opened up our freezer cake that was in the freezer for a year. Hey, where, how that taste. Where does that come? We've only had freezers for what? Less than 100 years. And people are putting in cakes Not for 365 times. days. It was a little bit stodgy. A little bit heavy. You know? It was missing that crumble. That like moistness. That mouthfeel. Like all the moisture just disappeared. Yeah, not good mouthfeel. <laughs> but uh, really tastes, tasty. Tastes frozen mostly. But, but you know what, Max? It, it was good luck. So yeah. you made it a year, you ate yeah. your cake, yeah, and right. now you can have it too. Max, top 27 things you've learned in your first year of marriage, go. Don't put a cake in a freezer for a year. Okay, important. <laughs> you hear that, happy couples? I mean, that's, that's up there. Uh, happy wife, happy life. I, sure. I was told that one before, but I mean, obviously. Um, but now you're I mean, living. I think uh, a lot of people can relate to this. Not that much changes when you've been living with your fiance sure. and like we're dating for a while before that. Uh, love of my life. So that's all good. Oh, but yeah, yeah we just went out, up. went to like a seafood steak place, uh, had good champagne, dressed up our dog as a banana, okay. took her to Halloween, like daycare the next morning at like 6 a.m. I guess they're in there like, oh, she's a the banana. Coming soon. 
I'm like, yeah, she's a banana. They're like, we're doing bats. What? We're, we're dressing all the dogs up as bats. Nope, not like, this one. Banana. She loves well, bananas. She could be a bat eating a banana. Yeah, yeah, I, ho- I hope they You that. print out, oh, a or banana not print out, a bat. get some black, get some black, like, construction paper, cut out bat wings, tape it to the banana costume. She's a bat nana. Bana- bat no. nana. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be the first. She's playing 3D chess. So- Trailblazer. So, Max, a little funny tidbit is that your dog and I have something in common, and that is that oh. we will both be dressing up as bananas for this Halloween. Oh, Incredible. let's go. That's uh, awesome. We do not Are you have... peeled? Is your banana peeled? My banana does not peel. Uh, mine is a whole okay. banana. So, yeah, there nobody nobody's allowed to see my banana peel. That would <laughs> That might be inappropriate. <laughs> Totally. Like yeah. yeah, you know, Andrew likes to make sure the banana stays, you know, completely unpeeled. So So it's funny you asked that, Max, because a couple of years ago, I've had this banana suit for a long time. Honestly, yeah, I was going to say, I've seen you in the banana yeah. costume. Comes out at parties <laughs> occasionally, it's, maybe. <laughs> it's my go-to when I don't have another costume. And honestly, it's pretty comfortable. So yeah. I have no problem with it. But a couple of years ago, Siskin, you might remember Alex and Kramer had a Halloween party because Alex's birthday was right around Halloween. So they had a Halloween party. Andrew and I had started dating probably like six months before. So he wasn't in town for that Halloween. I think he went out to the Poconos with his friends and I was going to this Halloween party by myself. So I was like, well, this is a perfect time to wear my banana suit. So wear my banana suit, show up at the Halloween party. And Ben was wearing a shark costume. Like it was like a shark in a cup sort of situation. And so the both of us are wearing these very like noticeable, very funny, not I remember sexy Ben's being costumes. very like intricate. Like yours is yeah. just a banana. His had like multiple like pieces, I feel like, but yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But it was it was hilarious because they were both like big bulky costumes. Yeah. And like not sexy whatsoever, like just hilarious. And Ben and I kind of hung out throughout the night because Ragna was also not there. So the two of us are kind of hanging in the corner and Sam just goes up to us at one point and goes, you know what? You guys really do look like your costumes are great, but like your partners are not here. And yeah. everybody can tell. Oh. So oh. now I have my partner. Costumes are great though. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Now I have my partner to celebrate Halloween, and um, he just ordered his monkey onesie. I was going to say, is he a monkey then? Let's go. You guys are a pair. There you go. And so Ragnar now... will be like a surfer in distress or something? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully. I wonder if Ben still has that costume. I mean, I would imagine. Again, it was very intricate. Why would you throw something like that away? <laughs> it truly was. Also, Siskin, that Halloween, you dressed up as Coach Beard from... Uh, yeah, and like no one knew who the fuck I was, and I was what? really disappointed. That was the crazy thing. At that point, I hadn't seen Ted Lasso, and now years later, I have, and but I can so, appreciate it so much more. But so, could you, it was just for listeners soon. who who might not know, even though I'm sure a large percentage of them were at this party. I spent. It's no, it's not about the money I spent, but like I bought the oh entire outfit like it literally said i bought a full tracksuit that has the afc richmond logo on it i bought wraparound sunglasses and an afc richmond hat 
like had my beard, obviously. And everyone's like, who are you supposed to be? And I'm like, I, 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 what else can I, what else can I do? <laughs> Track star. To be fair, I didn't know you were from Ted Lasso, yeah. just from the logo on the tracksuit. Yes, exactly. But, read, read the logo. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I had never seen it before. And so that's fine. <laughs> now I have so much more appreciation for it. Also, Siskin, I really hope you kept that costume because you should use that all the time. I was going to say, I so similar to Carolina, we're like deep into spooky season now. So this is appropriate content. I also basically have a rotation of a couple just like throw on costumes. My two go tos are. We're waiting into inappropriate stuff here. I'm just going to stop you right now. Are we? No, we're not. This is is appropriate, right? Yes. Okay, go. Spooky. What? Max has literally never once before stopped me before an anecdote to ask if something was appropriate or not. I guess I bring out the best in both of you. I know it's just like a, like similar to Carolina's costume. It's just like a costume that you can pull over your clothes. Like it's not like yeah. it doesn't come in various pieces. So like I have one. My go-to for the past few years has been it's just like a glass of beer. Like everyone loves beer. Max, you love beer. Carolina, you love beer. I love beer. Everybody loves beer. You know what it is. Beer is your buddy. Beer is your pal. So that was my go-to. Then last year I bought a same deal pull it over pizza costume. Huge hit. Slice of pizza is always always a huge hit. But the reason I bought the pizza one was because I put so much effort into the Coach Beard one and got no love for it whatsoever. But I do still have the Coach Beard costume. So maybe I'll run that back. We'll see. We'll see. I have all the elements of that still. You know, as long as I feel like with Halloween costumes, if you're trying to do a reference to something, as long as you're happy with your reference, it doesn't really matter if people know what it is or not. Like you're kind of, but then you like, then every conversation, it's more just like, I'm not mad that you don't understand the reference. I'm mad at repeating the conversation where everyone's like, Oh, what are you supposed to be? And it's like, well, from the show, it has, it's on the shirt. Like, yeah. (laughs) Having that conversation 20 times in one night is not fun. Whereas if you're just beer, everyone's like, beer, yeah. <laughs> beer, pizza. In that same vein, when I dress up as the banana, I always get people being like, oh my God, you're a banana. Yeah, That's exactly. So it's fun. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. The best is in New York when you just like, you're walking down the street, like going in between bars or something or in between places. And like people will do a double take, like, Wait, dude, you're just a glass of beer? That's sick. <laughs> exactly. Max, what are you being for Halloween to go with? To go I mean, with I would, I, it's a little different for me. Since it's my birthday, we just go out True. and like celebrate also, on our own for, for the most part. But uh, I've got a dinosaur onesie that like, that's just been what I've been, that's what wait, I'm using. Wait, Max, like, is this about to get inappropriate? Uh, no, no, it's a one piece. <laughs> I don't even have to take my clothes off. I just slip right in. Okay. All right. There you go. Wow. Max, really getting comfy here. Tell us. If you're asking me, I'm going to I'm gonna go into the details. Yeah, no. Yeah, please do. On. Do you keep your socks on, though? I do, yeah. Dangerous. Wow. Whoa. Wow. I, dinosaurs hooved, but anyway, they're not wearing socks, is my point. They didn't have socks you back know what? then, turns It's out. like medieval times yeah. when we didn't use uh, forks and knives. Same, so. same era, you know. Same type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost better if I'm a dinosaur with sneakers because people give like a double take, like, you know, They're conversation like, starter. Did they, they have a box to put you in? Then? Yeah. Max, what have you been up to? So let's see. It's been a pretty uneventful couple weeks. I was down in Delaware a couple weeks ago doing some chilling with the parents, a little off season 
beach house chilling, which is nice. nice. Um, I am gearing up for an entire week off of work. Shout out Wellness Week at Spotify. What? So great Wellness stuff. That's week? that's next week. But I really want to talk about what happened to me today. <laughs> <laughs> at Wegmans? So, yes. First of all, I had to go into the office today. New members on my team. Like, we're just meeting, shooting the shit. Did some office trivia, which was fun. And then, so, for those who don't know, in New York City, they opened a Wegmans, which is a very popular suburban grocery shopping chain. I think they originally started in Western New York or upstate New York, depending on your definition of that region. Suburbia. Yeah, and have slowly expanded. And they're one of these, like, they kind of have a cult following, like your Trader Joe's or... Not so much as Whole Foods does. I'm trying to think of other ones, other stores that have like cold followings like that. Trader Joe's is probably the closest like approximation with that. But these are like large suburban grocery stores. Like there is not really an equivalent like this in the city. Like Carolina, I think you can attest to this. Going shopping in the city is, I mean, it's fine, but you have to probably go to more than one store. You're only shopping for like the week for like a couple things, like a couple like necessities that you're just going to eat or like drink that week because you can only like kind of take what you can carry. Um, there's not a lot of like buying things in bulk and also prices are an issue. <laughs> Just because of the city that we live in. Um, Astronomical. Yeah. So yeah, Webmans doesn't have any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Webmans is huge. Like, again, these are big stores normally, but like even for the city. So this is in Astor Place, which is like near Union Square, Manhattan, taking over the old Kmart space, if anyone knows where that is. Yeah, actually, so Andrew's is... new job is right across the yeah. street from it. So Andrew knows. He hasn't been there yet, but hopefully so he'll learn from you. It is ginormous, two massive floors of grocery goods and luxury items. The first floor when you walk in is all like prepared foods which they're also known for there which is nice because you can just like grab and go like you don't want to cook dinner or something you buy like you could buy like four roast chicken dinners and just like eat those for the week if you wanted to and they're not that expensive and they're like pretty good quality Sweet. for for not that bad of a price and but they have different stations there's like a sushi station there's a bakery there's like like uh, a, a so yeah, they got so they got subs, all that kind of stuff. And then downstairs is like the whole grocery section. So again, the cult following comes in because like Wegmans has like their own items that are Wegmans branded that people like that again are pretty high quality. But they also it's a good mix because it's not fully Trader Joe's where everything's Wegmans branded. Like they also have normal stuff. But again, the grocery part is just like massive. I walked around this store for 25 minutes just like trying to find bread like the normal bread aisle like i found the bakery but like i did not want like freshly baked bread even though that's delicious i was looking for like a sliced loaf of bread to have and could not find it for the life of me i went up and downstairs like five times i but just it was more about yes i found it eventually okay okay good way in the back corner like the layout isn't the most intuitive whatever the thrill of this Wegmans trip though not only that I got lost and spent like 45 minutes in there but that everyone was basically in the same boat as me in there it's like it was crowded but not overcrowded because it's so large that it's like they get you through and moves pretty quickly but it was (laughs) yeah I would say the demographic in there was mainly people around our age, but I would say mainly couples who were they're like in their mid to late 20s or 30s. They're not even really buying anything. They're kind of like 
on a date, just like going through the aisles and like they get to the seat. Like I literally, this happened. I'm in the cereal aisle and it's again, it's a mile long. They have every cereal and it's family sized, which again, in New York City, they don't have that place. <laughs> so the guy and the couple turns to his girlfriend and is like, babe, we've arrived. <laughs> like it's like he just said wow. and she's like yeah okay pick a cereal like, like that's <laughs> hilarious please and and then the other portion of the demographic is like a girl and her roommate one of the girls clearly is from the tri-state area or has been to Wegmans before bringing her like fresh off the boat midwesterner roommate then being like look around look they have all this cheese like <laughs> No. So it's a fun time. But yeah, I made it out alive. I bought way too much stuff that I probably didn't need. But you know, it's great. I bought a bunch of bulk cheese. Yeah, I was going to say, say. Any family size stuff. Yeah, it's great. Like that's bulk the, like, the yeah. key to it. Just like you can get things in bulk like that you can't get other places. Yeah, I was going to say probably good for your charcuterie boards. Carolina, you don't understand. They have a shark. They well, have well, a charcuterie. <laughs> they have a charcuterie section. Oh, my God. Like where <laughs> you can terrible. get where one. Oh. They have where one they have prepared charcuterie boards and like different meats prepackaged, or you can go to the counter and someone will slice all the meats wow. for you separate, separate from the lunch meat deli counter, like a whole separate wow. counter where it's like just for prosciutto. <laughs> and that's just one part of the store. They have two in completely different areas of the store aisles for hummus, just hummus. hummus. And they're like as big as your head, like hummus. That's, it's like you could never eat this that's much. That's the appropriate serving size. It's that's like, incredible. It's it's truly a sight to behold. So you know, take a date. You know, have a fun time. Walk around. Get to know each other over some Wegman subs. You know, <laughs> find love in a hopeless place, listeners. Yeah, that that's pretty Wait. crazy. Yeah. I will say, back when I was single in New York City and dating in COVID times. Would have been nice if someone took you to Wegmans. Well, you would think so. <laughs> what a... But the literal worst date of my entire life was Oh, hell yeah, let's go. When the guy asked... Well, it was COVID times, right? So we needed sure. to do something outside. Sure. And so this guy was like, oh, there's a farmer's market close to my apartment. Like, we should okay. go to this farmer's market. So, you know, me assuming i thought it was going to be the scene like that guy and that girl getting to the cereal aisle being like oh my god babe they have yeah. so much cereal here so it was not that mm. it was we arrived to said uh farmer's market and i was ready to start walking around together like checking stuff out like i wasn't really gonna buy anything unless there was something like really nice or, or something that you know i really wanted whatever and i start to go to walk around and he's like okay bye and literally goes food shopping on his own like buys eggs buys oh, milk buys wow. bread just all of his shopping determined. i mean that's just convenience right there and i was like trying what to do you do but... found a real multitasker carolina and no but is it a date not... or a shop? yeah he was not a multitasker because he was he was there to shop he was not there to chat he was not there to know more about me he was there to shop. So he did his shopping. And then at the end, he's like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna just go drop all this stuff off at home. And I was like, okay. And he's like, do you want to come upstairs? I was oh, like, no. I was like, no, no, I don't. Smooth move, guy. 
<laughs> no, I don't. So he goes upstairs and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I should just go home right now. I should just go home. Did you not? You should I did not go home. You did not? Oh no. He comes back down and this then turned into like an even worse date because just got into like some of his opinions and things oh, like that. Oh no, even Which I'll worse. save you from, save you from that. All to say. Let's just say he packed the blue. <laughs> Right. All to say that date lasted about 45 minutes and my excuse to get out of that date was, okay, yeah, I I gotta go chill. Like, I just just have to go chill. I I just remembered I have to go grocery shopping too, but like in a completely different place from here. Um, those (laughs) Those of us, maybe some listeners can, you know, resonate with this those of us with any type of social anxiety cannot shop under those conditions because not on a date (laughs) no you can't like yeah even never it turned into like oh you know this sort of thing is gonna be just us separately shop and then we'll come together and talk about what we got kind of thing like i couldn't shop under those conditions it was too (laughs) much pressure so you were in a I bought a loaf of fresh bread. It was a hostage situation. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. (laughs) I've told Andrew about that date so many times. Well, it was with Andrew, right? You guys figured it out. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And then we lived happily ever after. And now they're getting married. Oh, whoa, chill. (laughs) We're not there yet. Oh my God, Andrew's on a knee. Kidding. (laughs) Wait, is this how he was going to ask? That's so funny. Yeah, he had to set up this whole thing. Makes sense. Makes sense. I think you're making him sweat. He's somewhere in the background over here. Yeah, tell him we say hi. (laughs) Been talking about him a lot. I'm sure his ears are burning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he Um, What else? I mean, that's been, Wegmans was like the highlight of my week for sure. Like truly wild. Nice to just be able to buy hummus in bulk again, you know? And then what, and then mostly honestly been spending my time again watching mindless TV as one does. There's a lot of shitty reality out there, folks. (laughs) Reality television is piping hot at the moment. So get on that. The new season of Love is Blind is truly unhinged. Bachelor in Paradise is kicking into high gear. I stayed up way too late last night watching the entirety of the show on Netflix called Surviving Paradise, which has no has no premise and no order at all to it. <laughs> so fun. fun. Fun stuff has happened in my world. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, um, definitely have been keeping up with Bachelor in Paradise. Hell yeah. Started watching Love is Blind and it is so chaotic. Yes, uh, which we're here for, but yeah, of course. <laughs> so more opinions to come there. Yes. Max, was there anything else we wanted to hit? Nope. I'm I'm all good. For, uh, for whatever comes next. <laughs> Carol, you good? Anything else you want to chit-chat about? I'm chilling and chatting. Cool. If we don't have anything else to hit, we can take a quick break. And when we come back, we will play this week's Game of the Week. So stick around, listen to some ads, or if you don't want to hear them, I guess, try to hit skip 15 until you hear that little bongo sound. And we'll be right back after this. Max, Max, Hey, what's up, listeners? It's Max. Just wanted to take a minute to talk to you about Descript. Descript is an all-in-one audio and video editor that makes editing as easy as typing up a Word or Google Doc. All you have to do is upload media or even record directly into Descript to instantly transcribe your file into text. Then you can tweak that text to directly edit your media clips. You can edit out filler words and silent gaps all with a single click. You can also record your screen and webcam for presentations and video messages and edit out mistakes before publishing. Use pro editing features like non-destructive multi-track editing, live collaboration, auto-captioning, 
exports, and so much more. I was getting pretty tired of staring at the same waveforms for hours on end while editing the podcast, and that led me to finding Descript, which has made editing so much easier and even fun. I can easily search for all the times we say like or um, or if we take a lot of awkward pauses, and I could take all that out with a single click, which is an absolute game changer. I even recorded, edited, and exported the ad you're hearing right now in Descript in only about 15 minutes. If you're interested in getting started with Descript, go to maximaxinthemorning.com slash sponsors to learn more and sign up today. All right, listeners, let's talk shop. Razors, what do all these attractive people have in common? Paul Bunyan, Lincoln, Dumbledore, exactly. Kick-ass beards. How'd they do it? You think Lincoln just woke up, rubbed two rocks together, and splashed some water in his face? Not a chance. Let me cut to the chase. 2023, an electric four Razor 2000 will change your life. Sharp blades, tight seal, and a friggin' built-in vacuum so hair doesn't fall in the sink. Your co-workers and your friends will be able to tell you when the electric four Razor 2000 goes to town. With just one shave, you can look and feel better than ever. So stop looking like Tom Hanks and cast away. It's not a good look. Get your very own electric four Razor 2000 today. All right, and we are back. I'm Max. That's Max. Max. We got Carolina in the building today. Oh, and it's, oh. And it's time once again to play this week's game of the week. So, Max, put I'm on your win. game master hat. Tell the people what we're playing. Right. Um. So today we're gonna play a game called the move. So basically, one of us is gonna give a situation, and then the other two are gonna uh, give like, what's the move? Like, what do we suggest you do there? And uh, yeah, like all of our games, it's gonna play out. I don't know. I, <laughs> no real rules. There are rails. We're gonna go off of. You yeah, know how trains rails, they have rails and tracks. We're not in training. All right, rails come off. We're not a train, listeners. There are no youths in front of us. That's true, ladies and gentlemen. Juvenile. Full speed. Don't even look ahead. All right, Max, do you want to start? Yeah, so I heard this one uh, from Maddie and Alex, who also I'm sure heard this from somewhere online. But let's say that you're on a first date and uh, your date orders four dozen oysters. What what do you even do? Four dozen oysters? Okay, so... Like, are you concerned? Are you concerned at that point? So, quick caveat here for listeners. We were just talking about SNL earlier, the Bad Bunny episode. So, this is... (laughs) I heard it from this, but it's been making the rounds online. It was a date. I don't know where it happened, but it was a a guy and a girl, and the girl ordered 48 oysters. (laughs) And... The guy watched her eat all of the oysters and then failed on the date without pay. <laughs> Didn't even drive her to the hospital? <laughs> no. Nice callback to my actual life, Max. So it was a weekend update joke. Again, I think based in reality, based on a story that's been going around. And I think the joke that Colin just told was like, you were with the girl up until the headline where you heard that she ate 48 oysters. <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm not going to lie and say I'd be thrilled, like, because I don't know that I could afford the 48 oysters on a first date. <laughs> I mean, do you bring it up? Do you even do you even like confront them about it? That's a tough conversation. It's like the waiter comes over. What will it be? What will it be? And she goes, 48 oysters, slam them down. And you're, you just don't have time to react. So I don't necessarily blame the guy for leaving. I would probably not. But... <laughs> 
I get the panic. So this would be a red flag, but not a deal breaker for you. You want to see how this plays out? Well, I mean, yeah, I definitely want to see how it plays out. Like, take oysters out of it. I am impressed by a woman who can eat well. I have no qualms with 48 that. 48 oysters is that's, eating that's well. That's impressive. I couldn't eat 48 oysters. Like, no, I, I couldn't eat either. Yeah. yeah, but so I don't I don't necessarily think it's a red flag. I mean, again, I think if that's a first date, it's a it's a it's more of a red flag because of the like amount of money you're assuming I'm going to pay. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a rather than the amount of food. Like if we were both in on it, like it's like, hey, I love oysters. Oh, my God. I love oysters, too. Let's go eat at an oyster place for our first date. Different conversation, different scenario. <laughs> we're, we're, let's split 48 oysters if we're really like about that oyster life. But I would I would be concerned. Like, yeah, I would oh, actually, yeah. I've never eaten more than like five or six at a time. I would be like, have you done this before? Like, that's a lot of oysters. Yeah. Oh, I I am not an oyster person, but so I I know that it's a lot. But again, I think I would I would be concerned, but for different reasons. <laughs> Carolina, what about you? Yeah, I think I'll add another wrinkle into this, in which case Please. I'm going to say that's a hard like deal breaker for me on the oyster front. I do happen to have a minor to like mid oyster allergy, so that could okay. send me into anaphylactic shock. So I'd have okay. to say... Again, hard, we're familiar. Right. Like hard pass on a first kiss on the first date, if that's sure. the case. Um, I, I don't, don't think know any that happening. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that we would get to that point even just by the fact that I'd see someone consume 48. <laughs> On 48 of anything on a first date is excessive. You know, beer, shots, oysters. <laughs> hot dogs, like anything you want. Yeah. I'm try- Okay, wait, now I'm trying to think. What would it be acceptable to have 48 of? On a first date? Yeah. I don't know. Sips even of like, water. Sips even of water, like, yeah. Even like chicken nuggets. Like, Ooh, you really, I can, fu- I can easily You can only really get a 40 piece, I think, up to I, a 40 is, piece. Carolina, is going to McDonald's and splitting a 40 piece McNugget better than the grocery date? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Honestly, that's like romantic. Hey, so what's the difference? McNuggets or oysters? What's the difference? Well, one, you have to like slurp down and comes in a shell and like actually has a lot of bacteria. The chicken of the sea. And the other, you're not really sure how it was made, but it tastes delicious. Fried. Fried. Well, what if they were fried oysters? What if they're fried oysters? Would you, as 48 fried oysters play different? That's marginally better. Yeah. I mean, I would would still be like, have you done this before? Because this is not the place to try new things. Some of us out here don't have someone to go to Wegmans with. So, you know, we're more willing to give people a chance. Well, see, okay, (laughs) let's say I was back in, in my single days. I was going out and I was you know, trying to make a connection. I'd think about like, if this person, if this was my first date with Andrew and he shows up and he's like, 48 oysters, please. I'd say, okay, just give me a quick, like five minutes. I'm going to run. <laughs> Move some bank account money around. <laughs> no, I'm going to run to like a Dwayne Reed or something and pop some Benadryl and then have some Red Bull so I don't fall asleep. But yeah. just like make sure that I'm not going to like go into anaphylactic shock here. or like, Yeah, well, you have a health concern in that, yeah, in that regard. You know, but you never know like you might really like the person and their one like big red flag is that they like to eat oysters and they make piece poor inc- decisions what if when it comes what to if food. it's i know that they have this i don't know offhand who the record holder is 
what if they're the Joey Chestnut for oysters? And you go on a date with them. You want to see them do their thing. Is that like, oh, I don't want to pull the party trick out tonight. But like, oh, am I just like a one trick pony? All I do is eat oysters for you. Like, it sounds like I you mean, would be asking them, though. It wouldn't be out of the blue. Right. And if there is a Joey Chestnut of oyster slurping, that person probably has not lived long. Just considering the amount of concern that I would have for them getting salmonella or other potential disease. Yep. yep. Anyway, it sounds like a good time. I would so, definitely have a few of the oysters. I like oysters. Max, so, do you have a scenario for us? A quick, just a quick side note. Again, this is from the Montreal Gazette. I don't know how accurate this is from January 2020. Apparently, two people, I guess, Guys, set the world no, set the world re- set the world record for oysters and they ate 492 in 27 minutes. Are they still alive? Yeah, that's pretty gross. (laughs) Yeah, it only took the duo 27 minutes to eat a staggering 492 oysters, smashing the record of 480 that was eating in two hours and 15 minutes by the same people. So it's those guys. They definitely did it the first time slowly just to make sure they wouldn't die. It was like, okay, we have to wait every five minutes before. Then they did it and they're like, wait, I'm still alive. I'm still alive. We could do that in like a tenth of the time. It seems like they do it like once every 10 years because the original record they set was in 2012. These guys are living on the edge. Okay, so... Yeah, I think the consensus there is that the move is that we're not going to make it work with that person, but for different reasons. But we're having fun. You know, we're fun. We're flirty. We're vibing. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll watch it happen. Carolina, you want you want to go next? Or you want me to go next? Sure. I'll, I'll throw one to you guys next. Shuck um, it out. So we'll set the scene, right? Maybe Oyster Girl for you guys turns into a huge green flag. You're like, wow, we're a few months in, we're dating. And this doesn't have to be Oyster Girl necessarily, but just play the part. You're dating. Oyster Babe. Oyster Babe, there you go. Oyster Bay. (laughs) So you're a few months into dating. Let's say it's time to meet the in-laws, right? The Oyster In-laws. The Oyster In-laws. You go to their place, they're cooking for you, getting ready to have a meal with you, fine. During the time that you're at their humble abode, you need to use the restroom. You use the restroom and you clog the toilet. Oh man. We've all been there, everybody's done it, but there's no plunger and the toilet is not unclogging. It's not going down. What do you do? Give me a lay of the land. There's no plunger. What else is Is in there a window? What's in the room? In the bathroom? No window. Okay. So give me a full schematic of the house. That was my close bathroom. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you the schematic of the house. (laughs) Yeah, please. Enclosed bathroom next to it's like a pantry. Then, but that bathroom is right next to the kitchen. Oh no! Is an open concept into the dining and living room. So like everyone is around. They're close. Yeah, they're close by. Okay, and then. On top of the schematic, I'm going to need the level of water in the toilet. (laughs) What am I working with? It's like dangerously (laughs) high. But it's not overflowed? It hasn't overflowed yet. Okay. Okay. We tried to flush it down a second time and it was like... Oh no, you flushed twice? You know? You never flushed twice. There you go. (laughs) But okay, it hasn't overflowed. got to have a... Go ahead. I was... If it hasn't overflowed, I don't think this would work. I think people would still know it was you, but 
the move might be close the lid, wash your hands and, and get out of there. You know, That's close, the, close, move, the, close the door behind People are gonna know. and do not acknowledge it. Or, or you calmly pull yourself together. Still same, same scenario. Close the lid, wash your hands, walk out. You say to the lovely family, there has been an incident. Where, where be your plunger? <laughs> yeah. Just try not to, um, just ask where the, you don't need to give details is what I'm saying. I didn't, did I Go give out there. details? No, you, well, no, you didn't, but I <laughs> so... think that's the way to do it. Where is, come out, be real confident, real confident. Where is the plunger? Where, where be your plunger? Well, okay. Follow up. You ask them where the plunger is. They say, well, we don't we don't believe in plungers in this house. <laughs> then do you leave? Uh, do you just like walk right Max out of the is house? Flummoxed for the first time. I, I want to solve the problem. I do. I don't want to walk away from this. But <laughs> I mean, this is the I trolley like, problem. I feel like there's another option here too. Like, just leave the house. Option. No, leave the bathroom and be like, "Who did that?" Wow! Just go. oh my god, Dale. This is I terrible. Think, well, okay. How? Okay. So then, back up to the beginning. Then blame the dog. Blame what, the dog. What were you doing in the bathroom? Like this was a this was a number two. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So, well, okay. So you the mistake has been made before you even clogged the toilet because you don't go in. I've made this mistake, so I know from experience. You do not do a number two in the downstairs, right by the kitchen bathroom. You go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> or you ask for a different bathroom. <laughs> that is not where you do the deuces. But but apart from that, you've been in there too long <laughs> to then to then come out and say, "Oh my God, who did this?" Like, oh my God! It, if you did it immediately, where is the plunger? This is brand new information. I'm just now learning this for the first time. Oh, that's great. But I'm like, oh, you can go out and inform them too. Guys, the toilet's out of order. Bet you guys didn't know that. You, wait, wait, wait. You, you you come out, you search, you you do what I said, close the lid, wash your hands, close the door behind you. You scour the house for a piece of white printer paper and a pen and some tape. Where's this going? <laughs> you write out of order on the piece of paper. You tape it to the door and you don't say anything else. And you just leave it and they can deal with it Problem after the fact. Yeah. Or, or 3D chess version. You know, because you've been dating this person for a decent amount of time, that they're going to be the next one to use the bathroom. You don't need to involve the parents at all. You simply lean over to the partner and say, hey, just use the upstairs bathroom. Or two, you're going to play along and you're a, you're a part of this now. You go in there and then you come out and say, oh my God, who did this? And then we're both on the same side. <laughs> or you act like you clogged it and right. tell the yeah. There's a lot of right. options you make, here. You make them take the fall. Yeah, sorry. You're going to need to fall on the sword that we just purchased from Medieval Times. Here. Exactly. <laughs> Worth it. But yeah, so a lot of avenues to pursue. A lot of, a lot of good 
terrifying. Those are <laughs> terrifying. all really, really terrifying. Yeah, it's not, it's not a good thing. Hey. These are the scenarios that I think of in yep. my head before they happen yes. so that I'm well prepared. You know? See, this is why, going back to my earlier thing about Surviving Paradise, now out on Netflix, it's mainly, it's like, they tried to make it like Survivor Big Brother-esque. So it's like logic and mind games a little bit. We're just puppeteering people, you know? We're just like, I think I do a pretty good job of puppeteering dumb, hot people. But again, when there's, when there's no structure or rules to the game, you're kind of just like playing, playing with luck at that point. But <laughs> you got to think through every scenario. You know, okay, for my first one, we're going to keep it light and breezy. We're not doing any panic at the in-laws house. That was a really high stake. <laughs> Max, it, hey, listeners, this is just a, a PSA real quick. It is spooky season. We're going to put this PSA at the beginning of the episode. Bring it's your spooky. own plunger. PSA listeners, it's spooky season. This episode is not suitable for all age listeners. If you're scared of clogging an in-laws toilet, do not listen to this episode. <laughs> if you have in-laws. If you're nervous, if you're a nervous pooper, if you can only poop in your home stadium, this is not the episode for you. <laughs> Mine. Taylor, I yeah. never clogged my in-laws toilet. I, Thank you. Carolina, this seemed like it came from a place of I'm deep not even trauma. I'm not even going to lie. I described Andrew's parents' house to a T in that. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I, I love that. But I will be honest in that same vein to say I have never clogged a toilet at their Excellent. house. Otherwise, Andrew would know and he would tell you the truth. I have Carolina not. has never taken a date grocery shopping and has never clogged an in-laws toilet. You know. <laughs> what a gem. That's me. Okay, mine, again, steering completely away from scenarios <laughs> like that. We're going to keep it light and breezy. We're just going to a group brunch. What's the move? What's everybody ordering? What's the game plan? I just need like the most amount of food possible. Breakfast is my biggest meal. and But it's brunch, Max. It's going to get an obnoxious amount of food. I mean, brunch. So bottomless uh, drinks. Brunch is even better than breakfast, honestly, because it's, it's acceptable to drink at noon. Yep. Whereas at 9 a.m., I'm not about to get like, you know. Kegs and eggs. Brunch is fun, man. Like, uh, yeah. there's almost no wrong answers. I would just say everything. Uh, there are some wrong answers, Max. You could clog your in-laws toilet. Okay. Brunch. All right. Yep. You clog the toilet at Kava. Almost as bad. You could clog the toilet at brunch after eating 48 oysters. <laughs> you could clog the toilet from eating 48 oysters. My that's what, that's Yeah, that's basically what it is. Carolina, what's your move at brunch? So move at brunch, I am a salty versus sweet person. I Fair. will choose salty. So savory, love it. In terms of bottomless... I usually trend to the side of mimosas, mm -hmm. but, you know, champagne is dangerous for me. Um, the boobless. It, it does some, the, the boobless sometimes make me uh, lose my memory of <laughs> that event. So Little air pockets where your memories are stored. No, in literally, the I think as it goes in, it goes out at the same time. Mm -hmm. air pockets. So, you know, we Champagne, we hell of a drug, folks. Yeah. We gotta be we gotta be careful with those, but definitely savory brunch person. So like I'll do like a chicken egg sandwich situation. Um, nice, nice. 
you know, home fries or regular fries I'm into. So that sort of thing. We love a potato. I would, I would be remiss not to mention, uh, I ordered a grilled cheese at brunch maybe five, six years ago and I still get ripped on it. Um, it was I a don't bad order. The wrong answer, guys. There's nothing wrong with the grilled cheese. It was, it was the wrong like, tone. Sort of you were brunching all wrong. Sometimes you drink the night before drinking the next day with your boys and you just want a grilled cheese. I mean, to be fair, a breakfast sandwich is just cheese on bread with a couple other things better yep. things that make it breakfast and brunch i do love a grilled cheese max so i mean I'm with yeah. you. we've discussed like the grilled cheese debacle yeah. at length all right max what's your order at brunch so i too tend to lean more savory than sweet that being said this is a tea brunch is a team sport so you need to have elements of both on the table I think. So for me, Can I'm going to order individual. Yeah, I'm going to order I'm going to order my own thing, eggs, breakfast sando, whatever I'm doing. But then we're getting pancakes for the table or, you know, french toast, maybe they got some fancy fucking thing. Going to split that, do some apps. I do think and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before as well. I I mean, this is for my own personal reasons, but I have an issue with brunch beverages. I think there's room for improvement and innovation in the space. We're not doing enough here. <laughs> Everything has way too much sugar and not enough alcohol unless you're really into champagne. <laughs> so I am very I'm, I'm with you. Why is anything just like with juice all the time? <laughs> but okay, you feel comfortable yeah. ordering a different type of drink at breakfast, basically. So, you know, just saying, food for thought. Would you order a beer? I, I think I think you I could. would like you could. Yeah, why wouldn't you? But it depends well, again. It depends on the place. Depends on the place and what they have. Yeah. Beer might be always part of bottomless. So, you know, mm-hmm. depending. But yeah, I think, you know, get a well-rounded table, have some fun, have some drinks, have some good food. That's brunch. So, you know, keeping it light and breezy. Like I said, Max, back to you. All right. Um, we're stranded on an island. Oh, boy. All necessities are taken care of. Food, shelter, water. Like, what's your first, like, luxury thing that you want to spend your time on? It's just you and the monkeys and the trees, and you got your coconuts and bananas and Little Hut. What are you going to do to improve your life? I don't have anything I can write off the bat. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What, what's the move, Max? A boat would be pretty cool. Like, <laughs> maybe it's kind of dangerous to walk through the woods with the monkeys and the coconuts. So, sure. like, get your own little boat. You can sleep on the boat. You can hunt for fish and, and oysters on the boat. No more oysters. It all comes back to the oysters. That's what they don't tell you, you know. <laughs> um, I think going along with that, you said something that sparked something for me, Max. I think you need to protect yourself from the elements. So I think you said food, shelter, water. Like, let's make some clothes. Let's start cobbling some shoes. Let's start, you know, if oh, we wow. can. Let's start, you know, to so help us get through that jungle floor. <laughs> let's, you know. That'd be great. It's a good time. Good time you. waster. Just alone read the thoughts. Knitting a little bit, you know. Cobbling. Yeah, cobbling. cobbling. They discover you on this island, like, beard down to your knees, just yeah. cobbling. He's lived to be no, 103. No. Shoes, shoes are always a passion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on the other side of things, if I'm stranded, no signs of somebody coming to rescue me kind of thing. Yeah. I think you just got to go for broke and become one with nature so the monkeys and i we're gonna be tight so i'm gonna learn to swing through the vines like yeah carolina's going full tarzan i'm thinking like 
I'm thinking like humans when they got to where the avatar live in their jungles, like let's learn the way of the beings that belong here. So So that we can take their technology and corrupt it. Am I right? Well, well, no, well, no, (laughs) I'm one of the good people in that story. So I definitely, I'm here to be one with the monkeys. So yeah, I mean, that the monkeys are going to love you too. That's going to be really awesome. I Good mean, have I them on am dressing as a banana for Halloween. So, like, yeah. monkeys and I, we, we have a mutual agreement. I thought you were going to go a different way with that, Carolina, which I think if we're going full survival, the actual move in this scenario, if you have everything else taken care of, you go all in in trying to secure your rescue <laughs> so, from said yeah, stranded no. island. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> I've given up. So anything you need to do to like try and get off the island, I think is what you should probably be spending your time on. You try if everything else is taken care of. You try to dig a hole to China and then no, like a boat's a bad in idea. twenty years and you have a hole that's like fifty feet deep and somebody needs to like tell you like, dude, that was never gonna work. Max, you're on an island. Why you would you just wasted twenty years? Because you wanna you wanna escape, dude. You're you're putting all you your eggs in the water, water and have to go through water. Well, I mean you don't get that deep. I mean you don't have the tools to get that deep, but so it was never happening. At least you're trying. Keep your sanity, Max. Don't just give up. I keep my sanity by knitting and cobbling shoes. There you go. All we, right. we, all build, have our, we all have our ways. I'm going to build a television from scratch. <laughs> Max, yeah, hit, that's us not gonna your, work uh, hit us with your second scenario. Okay, so yes. mine has a bit of a ramp up. But so this was, some of our listeners may be familiar with this. I think this started in college, Max. I think it was when we went on a road trip, one of our southern road trips either to virginia or elsewhere i think shout out jeremy was involved in this i don't remember how this came about but i stumbled upon this random at the time again this was like 10 years ago at this point it was a random google site that some guy had made and it's just called 23 questions and they're like 23 in-depth some of them are would you rather style some are like in the style of like mind teasers and things that we're talking about here so fits with this i'm just using this to smuggle one in so the one that we're going to talk about today is we're not going to do the cfl one even though that's my favorite okay so you meet a wizard full wizard in downtown chicago the wizard tells you that he can make you more attractive if you pay him money when you ask how this process works the wizard points to a random person on the street and you look at this random stranger the wizard says i will now make them a dollar more attractive he waves his magic wand says the hibbity bibbity and ostensibly, this person doesn't change at all. As far as you can tell, nothing's different. But somehow, this person is just suddenly a little bit more appealing. The tangible difference is invisible to the naked eye, but you can't deny that this person's vaguely sexier. You just like can't kind of put your finger on like what it is. And the wizard has a weird rule, though. You can only pay him once. You can't keep giving him money until you're satisfied. You can only pay him one lump sum up front. So what's your move? How much are you paying or not paying to the wizard what's like the what's the con here like how why why wouldn't you pay him i don't know a lot of money con. it depends on you know how much you value your attractiveness like and i guess squidward, the, like, the what handsome squidward when he becomes like too beautiful and like suddenly people can't even look at him well that's the that's the risk you take max depends on how much money you is that the risk that. it's part it could be a risk well i don't want to like turn people away so five dollars <laughs> 
I was gonna say I would do anywhere from like five to ten dollars. I think that's like yeah. solid improvements that you might be able to see mm-hmm. at that point, since one dollar you don't see, but you can kind of feel. Fair. So like five to ten dollars, you'll see an improvement, you'll feel a little bit better about yourself, you'll be like have a little pep, pep in your, in your step, step kind nice. of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so maybe like a little bit of improvement, got a little bit of swag in the morning when you wake up, you're like doing better. And uh I don't think it'll be too much to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, nitpicking at yourself in the mirror where you say, Oh, I did get more attractive, but oh, there's still this one thing, or you know what, True. I wish I had done this sort of thing. Like it's just it's a nice like right. medium improvement. Yeah. Built-in excuse. Like, oh, I it's I'd never I only paid I like five dollars. Like yeah. Yeah. I don't think I had ever considered it this way before, but it sounds like both of you guys are that I had always kind of assumed that regardless of what amount you give him, the results are going to be intangible or that you can't see them. But it's interesting that I'm not saying that you guys are wrong. It's interesting that I think you think that if you paid him 20 bucks or something, you would see tangible differences in your appearance. I don't know that that's the case. I had always thought that it's like, regardless of what you pay him, it's kind of just like ineffable. But the amount of how attractive people think you are changes but again i think that's open for interpretation did you ask him i d- yeah <laughs> i don't i know i did he's like right there where is the wizard in downtown chicago <laughs> so max how much would you pay him i i'm in a similar boat i don't think i would do more than like 20 bucks was would be like my my top i mean like this is clearly some dude that says he's a wizard that's like, he has a wand. Oh, look at that guy over there that looks exactly the same it's i him. made him more beautiful give me money you can max, I don't know, I don't see it. max you gotta believe in the magic in this world no but at the same time I i'm did. like don't want to pay more than 20 because gotta stay humble you know yeah you can't exactly be, can't be too i'm not old. gonna get and on, might be crazy. <laughs> It's like, even if it's a placebo, if I feel better about myself for the rest of the day, I think that's kind of a win. That's worth five bucks. You know? (laughs) So, all right. So we're all paying the wizard some amount of money. Hell yeah. Yeah, well... We are, all three of us get robbed at gunpoint in downtown Chicago. <laughs> he said that the bystander was more beautiful. Officer, he said he was a wizard. <laughs> How much money did you give him? <laughs> it was $20,000. He had sleeves that hung down. He had the sleeves. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> Carolina, did you have another one? All right. Yeah, I'll close it. I'll close it down with this one. Let's do um, it. We'll keep it nice, lighthearted, nothing too stressful. Because I already gave a stressful scenario. You start a new job. So, Max. Oh, yeah. So stressful. You might uh, you might resonate it's a with slow ramp bit. up. You start a new job. You get to know your coworkers a little bit. And a few weeks in, you have your first work happy hour. So you show up at the happy Ooh. hour. What's the move? I like this. Please tell me you don't clog the toilet. Oh, no, that's, okay, that's the scenario? Okay, cool. That's the scenario. I mean, if you think the move is to clog the toilet, that... No. Max, even if you did, like, I still think that's a way less stressful situation than in a house yeah. full of, like, a few people. Yeah. If you're Clogging in a happy hour, there's so many more people that you can blame it on, including strangers. Right, you're at a bar, like, you're at a crowded bar. My scenario works. You just, like, close the lid, walk out. Walk out. Yep. First work happy hour, you show up after knowing these people for like a couple weeks. So what's your move when you show up? Like 
do you get a drink? What do you get to drink? Who are you talking to? Like that sort of thing. Who's there is like my, is my direct boss there is like, you know, who, who, like how many people, like what cut type of bar are we at? You know, I think these are all factors to consider. Picture like 15 to 20 people. Okay. Some people that are your same level, your boss. Okay. Um, Maybe like a boss or two within the department kind of thing. Like okay. very casual, but like sure. a good amount of people. And you're at, now, Max, you might not know this place, but draft picture like draft 55. I like, knew you were going to say this. Nice place in the back. Like yes. really relaxed, kind of Got open it. concept. So like not everybody's sitting down. You're standing up, you're grabbing yeah. the bar, standing up. But it's like, also like a you're not at like a cocktail bar or like no. just a beer bar. It's a place where you can get any type of beverage. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a dive bar, but right. it's like more casual. Yeah, like a pub or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely okay. meant for like a happy hour situation yes. where most people are standing. It's not okay. like a sit down. My usual move in this scenario is to and again, so I've met all of these people that are there, or there are some people I haven't met, some I have, like is it a mix? That doesn't really matter. I'm just curious. <laughs> Could be a mix. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna be the first person to order something. I'm gonna sit back and kind of see what the vibe is. Usually people like, or at least in my experience, there tends to be a lot of like mirroring happening <laughs> or like, and I'm not saying that I'm not guilty of that because I definitely am, but it's like, if someone makes the decision like they're ordering beer, then like six other people are going to get a beer and like, I'll just hop on. I'll get a beer too. Fine. But if like my boss goes up and is like, hey, we're doing shots, like then I guess I'm taking a shot. That would never happen. I don't think, <laughs> but not out of the realm, but if it was more of like a, like we did this. So I have this scenario, although I wasn't like the new person, but I did a work happy hour with newish people semi recently. And we did, it was at a place like this. We did start with like heavy cocktails and then did beers afterwards. So it's like, again, not the move I would always do, but that is what happened. <laughs> so, but what about I feel like uh, with these work happy hours are always like when I'm starting to get hungry. Like normally I would come yep. home and have a snack but not yeah, not okay. this day so like i would i would order like fries right off the bat like no matter what <laughs> happens and i get i get a, a beer but i get a thinking beer like just a beer to like sit back and like see what's going on first and orient myself take it a scene. little over this beer and i think this is like a really great opportunity everyone there it sounds like a lot of people there don't know each other like you're not the only one that doesn't know everyone so you can totally just go up to people and be like what do you do i'm new like <laughs> deal with it <laughs> i'm new would you like a french fry <laughs> yeah pretty much they're hungry. They're going to accept that French fry. I, so again, for, for me, when I've been in these scenarios, I, I agree with you both that food is necessary. It's in my experience, again, at least it's someone senior puts their card down and they tend to order like a bunch of food at the beginning too. That like, you're going to need to wait a drink or two before the food comes generally. So you're not going to get it immediately, but there's food coming. Yeah. I'm thinking of these Accenture happy hours where like yeah. it was, hundreds of people like hundreds no of no hundreds no we said like, like 15 20 somebody's card was down but you're just on your own like there's too many people like that's I fair i've been at those too and get a beer like what is going on that's fair no definitely but i, I guess think, it depends on the hat hour yeah i think siskin i resonate with the fact that you're like kind of the wait and see see yeah. who makes the first move kind of thing i think that a hundred percent anytime i go to a, a new happy hour a work dinner anything like that i kind of i don't like 
like to set the tone. I kind of let the tone be set. Just in terms of, you know, you don't want to get anything too expensive. You don't want to do anything out of pocket. So like if if somebody's grabbing a beer and you're like, ah, let me get a gin and tonic, they might look at you weird or something like that. Exactly. So read the room people you want 48 dozen oysters no four (laughs) dozen oysters oysters. but if you're at a happy hour like this i mean again 48 still too many i think but the person putting their card down could order 48 oysters for everybody no if i'm at a happy hour where they order 48 dozen oysters for everyone i'm leaving because i know somebody Somebody not, is going to get that oyster on me at some point. It's not and 48 I'm, dozen. Well, I don't, I don't know. Somebody, somebody is going to approach me and an oyster is going to wind up either on me or in my system. And your yeah. girl is going to need to go to the hospital. So. That's, fair, that's fair. Let's give Carolina anaphylactic shot. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. And another important point is how many are we having again i think that that's determined determined by what everybody else is doing i will say i have in the past made the i don't know that it's a mistake depends on your vibe i never leave the party so i tend to be one of the less people there not necessarily that i'm like hammered or anything at a work happy hour but you know i'm never like just like oh i need to like leave especially when you're new you feel weird like being the first person leaving you don't want to do that so but you know not we're not overdoing it we're staying professional yeah i I mean, there are plenty of other opportunities to drink with people that you know way better. So yes. <laughs> keeping it together, pretty important. You know what? Get blacked out with strangers. Who are we to judge? What's, a, what's that line from Rick and Morty? Like uh, casual, sexy drinking? Right. Just not like this backwater trailer park shit. <laughs> Yeah. But nice. I mean, did did we do it? Have we have we reached the top of the mountain, folks? Rock top. Carol, so. how are we feeling? You feeling good? Feeling, feeling groovy? Great. Feeling energized. Fantastic. don't have anything else to hit which i don't think we do we can go ahead and wrap this baby up put a little bow on it so thank you to carolina for joining us this week huge shout out to Descript being the best editing software in the game you don't want to edit voice you want to edit in text you want to edit a word document Descript's got the software you need to do that puts it all in a nice little neat word doc for you so you can edit your audio video whatever you're doing all via text it's sick highly recommend if you're in the market for that go to our website and on the sponsors page you'll see it also king arthur baking speaking of meeting someone taking them to a wegmans really just like getting romantic folks buy some flowers for your loved ones it's spooky season treat your loved one to some flowers again go on maximaxinmorning.com to the sponsors page click the link and buy anything you need at king arthur baking what else spotify for podcasters thank you for being the best hosting platform in the game you want to start a podcast spotify for podcasters that's the spot and that's all we got we don't have anything else so i'm max siskind max that's Max Burger. And Carolina, if you would be so kind as to say it with us, that was another incredible, amazing Balls to the Wall episode of Max and Max in Max the, and Max in the, in the morning. morning. You know it's kind of the nighttime, but that's the fine. only podcast we record at night. Woo! I can't wait.
great to hear about uh, Wegmans. It was it was a time. What a, what a wild, magical place where dreams come true. That's that's what I've heard. Yeah. Honestly, you, have you never been to a Wegmans before in your life, or you've never been to this one? I can't remember honestly if I've been to a Wegmans before, which would probably mean that I haven't. Um, yeah, you you you'd know. So the name of the episode is definitely Horns of Mead with Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you.